brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I wanted, as I said at the beginning of the show today, to get the perspective of a quarterback that has worked with Andy Ludwig in designing a game plan suited to his skill set. And I always said there aren't many better examples of this than what Andy did with a week's notice to get Brett Ratliff ready to go for the BYU game back in 2005. You guys remember, Brett was the backup to Brian Johnson. Brian got hurt in the San Diego State game, and there was a week to get ready. And Andy Ludwig, because he's a wonderful offensive mind, plays to the strengths of his quarterbacks. And if you'll remember, Utah won that game 41-34, and Brett Ratliff had a game for the ages with about a week to prepare. And so I thought we'd bring Brett on today, one, to say hi and catch up, see how he's doing, but two, see what goes into that week and how Andy Ludwig does that. So we bring Brett Ratliff in from somewhere in Tennessee. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Catch everybody up. What are you up to? I know you're living in, what, Nashville? Is that where you're at? Yeah, we, we live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, my wife and I have been married for 17 years. Uh, we have four kids, uh, ages 15, 13, 6, and 4. And uh, my wife and I have been youth pastors for the past nine years at a non-denominational Christian church uh, in Franklin, Tennessee. So did you meet like her in the, Utah? Did you meet her in Utah, Brett? Yep. Yep, met her the night before uh, our junior year started. Our, yeah, our Right before junior started and married after the junior year ended. So we met and married in nine months when we were 20 at the University of Utah. Well, see, you got more out of it than just a good football career, too. You got a life partner yes, out of it, sir. too, my man. Yes, sir. So I, I'm, I'm glad things are going well for you. Got some time in the NFL as well. I, Nashville's a wonderful city to live in. It sounds like everything's going swimmingly. But obviously you keep track of your alma mater. And you know what's been going on on out this direction. You know, Cam's going to play at some point in time, but he's coming back from that ACL. And there's a chance that in two days that, you know, it may take another week or two before he gets doctor's clearance. I, I always think about you in that week leading up to the BYU game and working with Andy Ludwig and putting together what was a damn near flawless game plan offensively. It was a high-scoring game that day. But, but walk yeah. our listeners through you know, what that week is like. So what might Bryson Barnes and or Nate Johnson or both these guys be going through 
And and how did Coach Ludd kind of circle the wagons with you and get you prepared to play on a week's notice? Well, I think that uh, it was it was all such a whirlwind. Um, and I think going into the week, I one first of all being BYU, I remember looking back, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, this is such a big game." And I was like, oh, it's just another game. I don't think I realized until after after playing in it how big of a game it was. So I was a little naive. Uh, but I think, you know, Coach Ladd and Coach Witt did a great job of preparing me before that week. So you do your best to prepare the week of, but the reality is these guys need to have, have needed to be prepared before this, this what it is, what's going on this week. They need to know the offense. They need to be gelled with the guys. Uh, and it's the work leading up to – the season in these games that is really what's important. And so knowing that these guys uh, had this whole time to kind of compete and prepare for the season, not knowing if Cam would be ready or not, I think that's ultimately the preparation that is most important. Yeah, it's probably been a little bit easier, as you just said, Brett, because they've had fall camp here. You know, Cam's been part of practice, but these guys have gotten a lot of the reps sunk into them in fall camp, and they've known there's a possibility. It wasn't the one-week turnaround like you had, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, sometimes it's good to have long-term preparation. Sometimes it's good to just get thrown in there and not have much time to think about it. So uh, I think for me, again, Coach Ludd uh, was, was, was a really great coach. You know, he used to always say I'm all ball, and I, was, you know, I, I can attest to that. He, he loves the game, and he's going to figure out weaknesses on the other team uh, and help prepare his guys. So, yeah, And Bryson Barnes has had a little bit of both. He had even more of a hyper, hyper, uh, hyper uh, buildup last year. He got that 45-minute notice before the Wazoo game that he was going to be the starter, and now he's had a little bit yeah. more game time. And you know this. When you're a backup quarterback, you know, 90% of the reps go to the starter. You know, So very yeah. rarely is a game plan yours. This, If he does play on Thursday night, this will be the first time he's ever in his career had a game plan that's tailored to his skill set. Yeah. And I think for me, one of the things to help prepare, and I have no idea what they do, but um, uh, what, what, what has gone on. But for, for me, one of the things that was really helpful was I was w- one of the main signalers. And so I would signal all the plays and all your, like, year long to Brian. Uh, and knowing what was going in, what was happening, allowing, then allowing me to read what's happening and, and kind of get the mental rep of watching Brian, uh, was really helpful in my preparation. But I think, you know, the, the second string quarterback is, is, is a really tough spot to be in because you have to be mentally and physically prepared to go at any moment, but you're not getting those consistent first reps um, with, with, with the team that you have to step in and take over if, if something like this happens. It's, so it's, it's a tough place to be, but it's one of those things that as a competitor uh, and as a quarterback, you, it's one of those things that you have to be ready. Uh, and I, I, I'm really hoping that these guys, whoever does, if Cam's not ready, whoever does take, take the snaps is, is ready for that. Brett Ratliff with us from Nashville today, former Utah quarterback. Talk a little bit about preparation. Now, Brett, the offense is the offense. You know, Andy Ludwig or whoever, is they're not going to change their offense for the backup quarterback. But what they will do is find what you're most comfortable doing. How did Ludd do that in that week leading up? Because his offense and his plays are his plays. But did you guys spend time finding the ones maybe you were most comfortable with or finding the ones that fit what you did best? I, it seems like so long ago at this point, but, um, uh, I think if I can remember correctly, we didn't, thankfully didn't take much out. There was some, uh, there was some unknown with who I was as a player. And I remember, even remember the outside, like the, the preparation for me as a quarterback was a pro style quarterback. 
which ended up leaving lots of running running lanes for me to run in. Uh, and so the unknown going into that game of me as a, as a player actually led to what helped us win the game and me being able to scramble quite a bit and get some yards. Um, but I think yeah, the offense is the offense, but I think until your guy earns the confidence of the coordinator, uh, you kind of, you're kind of waiting to see what he does. And as, even as the game progresses, you kind of let, allow that to unfold a little bit more. And I, I feel like that happened uh, as we as we progressed in that BYU game. So you running for 112 yards wasn't necessarily in the game plan? It was not. No, that was not in the game plan. The majority of those runs were scrambled. And, and the reality is a lot of those scrambles, like if I would have uh, had more time to, to prepare, or, I mean, because one of the things as you, as, you, as you come in and you start to play, it's, it's all about getting settled. And I think some of those scrambles were me not being quite settled yet. Uh, and probably I, 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 you know, worked out in my benefit in that game, but that, that game looked reflecting. It's like, oh, I could have stayed in the pocket longer and maybe used my arm. Uh, as I progressed more as a player, that's probably what I would have done. But that first game, you know, little jitters and not being quite settled, I ended up running more and it just happened to, to work out in our favor. It kind of felt like BYU, and again, this a long time ago, and I'm older than you. So, but I, if I remember that game correctly, a lot of those came on pass plays where maybe BYU was dropping deep and there was just so much room in front of you, it was hard to pass up taking those 10, 15 yard chunks, right? Yeah, it was. It definitely was hard to pass up. What, what? And again, it worked out. And I think, I don't know if they would have done that same thing, that same style of defense, if they uh, had known I could run the ball uh, the way that I did. So it just was, a, I think it was like a perfect uh, balance for me and, and how the game turned out. And it, it, again, it worked out in our favor. If you were giving any advice to either Barnes, and again, Bryson's played in games, so it's not like he's new, but even a guy like Nate Johnson, who there's an outside chance Nate Johnson could start on Thursday too, what would your advice to either one of those guys be? Because it's a big game. It's not the BYU rivalry game, but this is an SEC opponent coming to Rice-Eccles, Brett. Yeah, I think, and, and for me going into the BYU game, was like, it's just football. It's just another game. And, and on one hand, I didn't realize the, the, the how big, the Holy War is and how big that rivalry is. But I think for me, just approaching it with that mindset, it's, it's, it's football. It's just another game. I think it's really important to not let the moment get too big for you. Uh, and I think if these guys can just, you know, stay calm uh, and be confident in their ability and, and just play their game, I think you're going to be successful. It's when you start to have fear or, or am I going to perform? Am I going to be able to, to, to play? I, I think for me, my experience, having gotten to play from high school to college to the NFL, every step, like I remember being in a freshman in high school, I was like, oh my gosh, those seniors, they're amazing. Oh, like how good they are. And then as I got to a senior, I looked at college players and was like, oh man, they're amazing. And then even at college, I was like, man, the NFL players, they're so good. But what I learned at every step, one, it's still football. And two, like, again, I, I, always, I was always able to like elevate the level of play that I needed to. And I think, again, these guys – they have talent, and they just need to stay within their game and play their game and, and stay calm in the midst of it and not to let the moment get too big. For you, where was the biggest jump? Because you kind of hit all levels. You did high school, you did JC, you did D1, and then you did NFL. Where was the biggest adjustment from what jump to what jump was the biggest? Um, I, I think the biggest surprise, I don't know if it's the biggest jump, but the biggest surprise was, like getting like obviously like when you get to the NFL everybody's really talented you yeah. have the best of the best but I think the biggest surprise for me 
with how mentally smart everybody was. And that's the thing. I think that's the biggest jump is the mental aspect of the game from college to NFL. And and I don't want to diminish like what college is and what it's become and, and how mentally smart these guys are. But I think what I noticed is like the lack of mental mistakes that guys make in the NFL and how prepared they are mentally for the game. Uh, and just, and, and, you know, how aware they are of so much. Uh, there, there, there's just so much to the game that you can learn. And, uh, I think that was the biggest jump is just the mental aspect of the game from college to the NFL. That's when you really realize it's a job and a career. It's not just something you're doing for yeah. a scholarship, right? Correct. Um, great catching up. Thank you for doing this. I really, yeah. I, I reached out to Brett yesterday on short notice and he was happy to do it. Um, you live in the heart of SEC country. It'd be nice to get a win over an SEC team, and you can wear that red and fly that U, right? Oh yeah, it's it's definitely been uh, a pain for all these years to live out here, and everyone's talking about how good the SEC is. I I still look back to the 2009 bowl game against Alabama when Utah went down to the Sugar Bowl and and beat them. I still have you know bragging rights about that. I, I always pull that out of my back pocket. But I'm hoping that they can get the win uh, on Thursday so that we can. Uh, I can keep bragging. Hey, keep it up. Hey, I'm great to hear. Great to hear that things are going well for you and your family there in Nashville. We'll catch up again. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Take care. That's Brett Ratliff with us here, former Utah quarterback. Again, wanted his perspective as a backup quarterback who Andy Ludwig worked with to get him ready to play in a big game. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.